Okay. You should be able to hear me. Say something so I can hear you. Yeah, can you hear me? Oh, yeah. And you actually way louder than, than before because I plugged straight into the computer. But that's just me trying to see what I could do. But I know how to do this from now on, so it's good we got this out of the way. I'm just going to have to rely on your audio being decent. And when if I can figure out what's wrong with my thing, I'll still do that because I can still loop, mm-hmm. I can still loop everything from the computer into there. I would just have to do it with an aux cord instead, and it would go into one channel. Um, mm-hmm. And we can still have that recording, and it would probably be a lot more like play playable, I guess, if that's even – that's not a word, but it'll be a lot more um, customizable if we do it that way. But this Absolutely. is cool, and um, I'm not peeking, and everything's good, so we can keep going. Um, let's go ahead and try to get into some of these jokes, though. I guess we can. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Saying, we gave a nice little introduction, but uh, yeah, very, very exciting. Yeah, let's talk about some. You, you actually have opened up a can with these Saturday Night Live clips, though. Yo, but the- last night, bro, I was crying. Like, yo, I haven't like, I haven't been watching TV. Like, I've been, I don't watch really shows. Like. I got like like I watched like like I used to be very into it. You know me. I used to watch Breaking Bad, like yeah. uh, Entourage, um, Boardwalk Empire. Uh, Entourage was Entourage was good too. Like I hadn't I hadn't really sat down and watched it. I didn't realize that the same dude, the lawyer off Power, was the same dude in Entourage uh-huh, until uh-huh. I went back and went back and saw it. I'm like, bro, that man is funny. <laughs> that man is funny as fuck. Funny as fuck. But the uh, the other thing. Um. Oh yeah, uh, Entourage, Boardwalk Empire, uh, Game of Thrones, Billions. But then, like, yo, you you start working, you just completely stop. I'm, I'm, my goal is to get into Peaky Blinders. Like, like that's my that's my that's my ultimate goal. I wanna I wanna really take start taking that one serious. Yeah, I I actually haven't been watching. The last thing I watched was Blacklist. I was like in a chokehold by Blacklist, and then I finished it on Netflix. And I'm just like, I I don't even know if I want to watch the next season because of how it ended on mm-hmm. on Netflix. But um, outside of that, bro, like I didn't really start watching TV. TV for real. Like I played the game for mm-hmm. a long time. I, I really got rid of my game about two years ago. But um, TV wise, bro, I didn't really watch TV until I went to that JUCO and it was nothing to do in scuba. I literally started watching, I watched stuff that was on like regular TV that people was going crazy about, like Scandal. I watched Grey's Anatomy because I thought about being a doctor and going to med school, but I chose, you know, just health admin in terms of my major and all that. Um, What else did I I watch? Breaking Bad. I watched Dexter, which I think Dexter came back. I need to watch it if it's it's back on. Um, Mm -hmm. And then just Netflix has exploded. Hulu has exploded. So much stuff to watch. You can't watch it all. There's no it's way you can much. watch it. I never got into Game of Thrones, and I'm upset about that because I'm like, everybody loves it. Like, I need to get into it, and I just haven't been able to. And it's not easy. That's the thing. Like, it's, it, To get into some of these shows and to fully grasp, grasp the whole thing, it's not easy to just tap in. Like, it's not. Like, some people pick it up much quicker than others. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like and and but it's like some shows I'm able to figure out some shows I'm able to connect with like bro the the one funny show that I've been watching recently is like Righteous Gemstones have you ever seen that, uh, no, I never um, heard of that. Uh, oh my god you gotta 
you got to watch the, just the ones the first season. Uh, like it takes a while to get used to it, but like it's funny. It's really, 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 really funny. No, I ain't never heard of that. I'm about to have to check that out. Righteous Gemstone. Yeah, it's like uh, it's it's really funny. It's it's hysterical. It really is just like absolutely hysterical. Hmm. Let me check that out. I'm trying to think of what else funny but, uh, funny shows. This is this is called laughing problems, by the way, because I can't help but laugh at everything, and I love comedy. And mm-hmm. just disclaimer. All this stuff that we look at in terms of jokes or even talk about in terms of jokes, when the joke is said, it's really more of like a point of view. And I I believe everybody can have a point of view and that can be respected. I don't think you do anything maliciously or you tell jokes maliciously. There's certain things that are off limit. Like you don't talk about dead people or their family, obviously. So anybody doing Mm -hmm. that, like like when Ari Ari Shafir, I think the guy of This Is Not Happening, when he said something Mm -hmm. about Kobe... um, after, like immediately after he died, he was like a rapist got his just do or something. It's like, yeah. bro, what are you doing? Like, what what the hell are you doing? So we don't we don't condone mm-hmm. that type of comedy. But I mean, ain't nothing off the table in terms of like social justice, race, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, what feminism, the feminist movement. When people make jokes about that type of stuff, it's all an effort mm-hmm. to talk about. The, it's all love. Yes, it's, it's irony. All it's all in an attempt to be funny. Granted, it offends people. I mean, Dave Chappelle has had the last two years in a chokehold in terms of offending people, but bringing stuff mm-hmm. to light and, and really being able to talk about issues that really exist. And that's the whole premise of this this whole podcast is to really bring to light stuff that exists and, and laugh at stuff, too. I think comedians have an uncanny ability to be able to take the tension out of the room when talking about certain things. You know what I'm saying? Like guys that struggle with their wife at home and have wife troubles or they're nagging them or something like you can go see a Mm -hmm. comedy show and the the comedian talks about the same thing with your wife next to you but y'all both laughing at it versus when you were at home and it was happening you were like ah i can't stand you i want to rip my hair hair out so Mm -hmm. i think that there's something to be said about individuals that are able to do that and i think that you can really start poking at hey all right, this is a joke. It was funny, but let's talk about why that is. Like, we could even talk about the wife nagging thing. Like, I don't have a wife. I got a girlfriend, and, you know, mm-hmm. she nags me a little bit. But they say it's out of love <laughs> and it's out of care, right? But where does the mm-hmm. issue really come from? Like, what? why does it really bother so much to be nagged? You know what I'm saying? As a man, yeah. pers- personally, I think it's more, um, I think it's more because I'm really self-sufficient and I'm going to do what I'm supposed to do. So, Mm-hmm. You you nagging me about something, it's not going to do anything but make me feel like you don't trust that I'm going to do what I'm supposed to do. And that bothers me. It's one of the main yeah, reasons that I was out of study hall in one semester in Miami. Because it's like, why are you watching yeah. me? Why are, you, why yeah, are you watching yeah. over me? I don't need you to look why, over me like really, I'm a that child. Was, that was our goal. That was our goal, me and you. Like if you like if you like that was our goal. I'm not doing this shit. Yeah, I'm not semester, I'm right? not going to nah, be in study I'm hall. Not. Why? What I'm need? not gonna be in study hall for, for eight it was eight hours a week. Yes. You remember correctly. It was. That means two was hours. Eight hours a week. Two hours at least four days a week, bro. And bro, we got off that we got off the field at like eleven fifty five and we had class at like twelve twenty. <laughs> Across and then campus. We'll, and would have to come back to study hall after that to try to get your hours. And if yeah, you oh, didn't, yeah, if oh, you yeah. didn't sign in and get your hours, it's a wrap. Like you got to They got. They got. You, you. you got class to five. You got class to five, basically. And then you got to go back. We got meetings at five thirty, 
And then, oh, make sure you get your two hours of study hall in. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, what are we what are we talking about? <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. But yo, I, I will be honest, some people really did need that though. Like it, it did groom some people. It helped some people a lot. Yeah. It did. It helped some people. Oh. Um give them the habits but, that they Yeah, did. no, listen. It should be yeah, that was but listen, it taught me a lot though. Like like it was miserable, you know what I mean? But like it groomed us in a, in the essence of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just feel like, you know, when my girls nagging me, I feel like study hall. That's what it makes me feel like. Yes. It, it triggers me. Um, it's like why are you yeah, like yeah, I don't yeah. need study hall. Like if I forget something, I forgot it. I'm human. Mm-hmm. But like 100%. It's not like I'm going to forget all the time. You know what I'm saying? So like that's that's kind of yeah. again back to what I was saying. The whole premise of this is, you know, trying to get to that level of the joke. Like, hi, it was funny, but let's like, why is this really an issue for you? You know what I'm saying? This is this is kind of like mm-hmm. therapy. I have no type of therapy degree or in any mm-hmm. shape or form. But yeah, no, that's what that's what this we're is. Essentially breaking, we're breaking down the psychology of 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 the of the joke at hand. Um, and like ultimately like the, the main reason, like, like why, like, like I'm so interested in this and like why I think this is a great idea because it's like when we taught Malik, like we even said, like, like you, like you said, any joke you say, um, listen, all's on the table. I think from a joke perspective, all's on the table, but girlfriend, boyfriend, family, anyone that has passed away, um, and like anything that is like disrespectful or an intent to like hurt you yeah, so malicious. like if you like malicious yeah and, and and that's where i think where the boundary is 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 essentially broken um and i, I think and, and where in my case like where i you get a joke like that and you take a joke like that i have no filter where i can just like i will just let something rip and like let it out and it's 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 and it's not it's malicious in the sense of like it's so calm and so like relaxed but it's like i have like a tongue like where it like i i don't say anything like i don't say anything like disrespectful or like like that would ever detrimental like my work career but i if you're gonna make something personal at me my problem is like biting my tongue like i don't bite my tongue and then i i just deliver another haymaker and it's like that's where I've had to learn to just back off and just like, yeah, accept it. Like put that person in their spot another way. You know what I mean? Because like you, if you take a haymaker, you, you, you don't need to throw a haymaker to knock them out and, and to just instill that negative energy. So, but like, that's again, like, like, like we said, Malik, like comedy will, will be the end of like this country, like, like political correctness and like cancel culture, like, being afraid to like say like a joke to like a loved one like in in a non-malicious way like comedy's like comedy's almost canceled if you essentially think about it like for comments that people have said 20 years ago 25 years ago 30 years ago so like that's where you're you're like 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 this is this is crazy yeah the times have changed like but like i mean like what dave chappelle said like he didn't say anything essentially terrible, like 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 nothing all like terrible. He was actually saying he likes trans people. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, like he was saying that he 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 has transgender friends. Yeah. So I don't really understand. I don't understand what the whole frustration and anger was was truly about.
it, it my my problem my problem with anything not lgbtq related or or lgbtq mm. related anything just in general is you trying to make me care you try yeah, i hate being yeah. i hate being told that i have to have a side that i'm on about something that i was indifferent about from the beginning i've had this conversation 100%. with a million people like you can't make me care about it i have a right mm. i have a right not to give a damn <laughs> like i literally sure. have, a right. have a right yeah you have a right to you have a right to ultimately you have a right to ultimately think and believe the way you're supposed you're, you you want to think and believe you have a right to exercise your freedom <clears throat> of speech and, and to be a, to be as free as you want like, like like we live in the freest country in in the in the world like, like you have you have the right to do whatever you want you know what i mean yeah, so that that was my you, my whole. And that's what that. I don't I don't like with the media. The media, bro, they are brainwashing people. They've been brainwashing people for like the last ten years. Like like, and you really are starting to see it. Like now, like like they just want complete power and complete control. It's it's disgusting. Yeah, it, it's wild. And again, like I said, and and I have you know gay people in my family. So when it comes back to the Dave Chappelle thing, it's like. Bro, I love my cousin, my aunt, you know, and anybody else in my family that's that's gay to death. Like I don't, that doesn't bother me. My issue again has has always been somebody trying to about, trying to make me care about them being gay. It's like yeah, Malik, I don't Malik, care. It's Do been, your thing, Malik. Malik, Malik, my my thing with with the LGBTQ community or everything like that. Listen. I respect it. Like I'll always like listen. You're a child of God. Like at the end of the day, like That's what I'm saying, I will always like love it. Love an individual for like who they are. I always respect an individual for who they are. Like listen, like I don't mind. Like if you like like if you, we could be friends or whatever, just don't make a move on me. Like we can go get a beer or whatever. I have no problem being friends with like whoever. Like if you show me respect, I'll show you respect. Like that's the way it's supposed to be in life. Um, and listen, like you're gonna have like like. You might not have it now, but like you're gonna have relationships down the road with a boss that might be a homosexual, and that's listen. That's part of the world we live in. Like you're supposed, you're not supposed to be uncomfortable with whatever decision they decide to, to make when they live their life. But at the exactly. end of the day, they're they're a product of God, and they deserve as much respect as you. And listen, that's it. Like, like, listen, like, like, my whole thing is like, 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 if there's, there's a gay, like, a, like a homosexual individual, a gay individual, like, and like, I start to feel like, like, they're coming on to me. My whole thing is like, I try to go into like, oh, yeah, like, like, my ex-girlfriend, my girlfriend, like, I always deflect it. You know what I mean? Because it's like, you have to like, set that that boundary but like listen at the end of the day if you want to be respectful you want to have a good conversation you want to have laughs like i'm open to that like i don't care i will never i will never judge a human being or disrespect a human being because of like how they live their life but again malik you you nail it on the head like you don't want it like shoved down your throat you don't want like all this like all this outside noise that like like the media and like everyone on instagram and social media are are throwing at you it's like you're supposed to like they're trying to make people care and make people buy in and like oh the other thing i don't like malik the school teachers in 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 in, in uh, like the like school teachers in like california and like other states they're literally pressuring children who who are five and six years old like like 
there's videos of, 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 of parents going up to the school board and stating to the school board, my daughter came home a boy and she, this can't be reversed. So like these teachers are pressuring students to say that they're, they're, they're gay and stuff like that. You like, as a six year old child, I'm sorry, how can a teacher manipulate so like it's just everyone wants control and this is the whole thing there's a lot of videos of it and like we can even go into it in another episode malik there's a lot of videos of of this the parent community versus the teacher community and it's like they're not your kids they're not your children they're our children and you have you have people going for, for oh come and get us a free slice of pizza but make sure you get the vaccine at, 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 at the age of five at an elementary school. Oh, you want a free slice of pizza? Make sure you get your vaccine. We'll give you a vaccine card. Like, I'm sorry, that that is that is unacceptable. Like, uh, yeah. unacceptable behavior. I got you. I think it comes down and don't to- think, And Malik, don't think, don't think it doesn't all stem from, like, this, there's a, like, like, there's a parallel here. There's a bigger force than then we think pushing the narrative of this story is how I ultimately feel. Like there's a much bigger force behind this. Yeah. I think um like you said, that's it's not right. I think it comes back down to choice though. I think um, you know, the absence of choice and you know, not like not correctly or not teaching people how to decipher choice and come to a sound decision that they're comfortable with mm-hmm. is what's missing. I think that's what's been missing Absolutely. for a while because of, like you Absolutely. said, media. So I think we're we're in, for people that don't watch TV like that or as much as we want and stuff that we got away from, mm-hmm. um, I think that we've kind of like, you know, found a golden apple in a way because like not mm. watching TV and being immersed into our goals and things have taken us away to when we come back to it, we we see some things and we're just like, how did this get like this? It's like, I've been absent. Mm. I haven't been in this world of the news and the media and the trends. And if you, even if you look at TV now, like everything on TV from a real husband's, real housewives, uh, love and hip hop, um oh yeah or even like you know jersey shore when it was on um the real world they got this 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 thing called the circle now and all of it is based around you know like we talked about in the the introduction with the football stuff but it's based around clout it's based around controlling a narrative that's not really realistic like you can get on i get on i'm i had two businesses so i get on instagram and i create content and post content that gives you um, a perspective of the workout and what I do and all that stuff when I post my workouts, right? That mm-hmm. is not indicative of how that workout feels. Like, I'm mm-hmm. doing it. You see me doing the movements, but it's not easy. And when you start doing it, you're like, dang, this is hard. And then you start looking back at the videos and you like, I got a new respect for him being able to do it because even the first set for some of this stuff is hard. Granted, you look fresher okay. on the first set than the last set, but then when you look at me and my body looks good and I eat right, you know that I'm not just doing the first set and cutting the camera off. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And I think that so many people don't understand that they're not just doing the first set and cutting the camera off. Or a lot of times for these, other, other, the flip side of it is when you do watch these, these 
you know, clout chasing shows and whatnot, they are doing the first set and cutting the camera off. And then that's not really real life. Real life is over yeah, here no, with, it's not a- with this guy that is now homeless because he he didn't really assess the situation. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I'm I'm a firm believer. I'm not gonna say that you nothing I'm not gonna say that it won't go wrong if you try what you want. But I will mm-hmm. say that if you really want something and you're really gonna go after something, then if you try it, for the most part, you're gonna be successful because people tend to be successful when they don't give themselves an option but to be successful. And it doesn't mean that you you're necessarily successful in that thing that you went after, but you learn some mm-hmm. stuff. You know what I'm saying? I've I've had plenty like this is the third time I think I'm trying this podcast. I tried it first by myself. I tried it second mm-hmm. and then I ended up getting a job and having to move back down this way. And now mm-hmm. I'm doing it for a third time. And it seems like this is the time that it's working because guess what? I've invested more. I learned from that other stuff. So again, they can yes, see this podcast and they can say, oh snap, it's easy. They're on the camera. They're doing this and that. You know what I'm saying? I've invested time, money, and and try to hone my skills by studying people that do this. You know what I'm saying? So it's not just cut the camera on, record Spotify, YouTube, etc. And then we're off and it's easy. Nah, buddy. It took me some time. I was on the phone at one point. I I, I didn't know how to live stream at one point. I didn't have a, a good mic or good audio at one point. Like it has all like come full circle on what stuff really is and what it's not. And when you have, like you said, young children or people that mm-hmm. don't understand that perspective, that's when it comes back and it's like, dang, you don't get it. It's like, full, that's when it hits full circle. It's, it's like, like, yeah. You, no. you don't even understand and, what you're looking at. And Malik, Malik, man, we should have, I and mean, we should have been on this like back in the day. Like I'm telling you, like, bro, we were, we had the old school laptops where you, we had the, <laughs> had an HP. Music books. we had those music books that had the CDs in them and we had to plug the CD into the computer. But like, we were talking about like, like, like podcasts and stuff like that. And I think Malik, were you in that management? Oh man, there's a management 300 class. I think we had together and marketing. We had marketing together. Yeah, too. we had marketing. The, we had uh, that, that Indian, Indian lady. Yeah, Indian lady. Smita Smita Kukarni. I'll never forget. Yeah, her. Smita Kukarni. Yeah, I'll yeah, never yeah. forget. Because awesome. I got a C she in that awesome. class. The only was, it's the only C I got in college. I got. I mean, I, I did very. I did well. I did well. I think I got. I, I I did very well. I did well in all business school. I got. I got three C pluses in college. It was chemistry. Um, it was like one of those music classes because I think it might have been like rock and roll. I was I was not doing well in the rock and roll class, um, and then it was physics. I got holes oh, in physics. physics. Crushed. Good Crushed. God. Yeah. Crushed. Yeah, no. I but Leek, I went to her office hours, bro, and I was like, I was like, name the price of the gift card. Where are you? <laughs> like, I was like, Name the price of the gift card. Where do you like shopping? Like, let's let's, let's resolve this. <laughs> yeah, because this ain't gonna work. <laughs> yeah, no. I was like, listen, like, I was like, you like Nordstroms, you like Bloomingdale's. Like, I was like, we gotta do something. <laughs> Goodness gracious. She started dying laughing, but no, she helped me. She helped me. She helped, she hooked me up. Yeah, generally they, they help you. Generally, it's not nobody really just like yeah. honestly as a football player, any D one institution, you you have no excuse to fail no matter what you do you could be no. pre med you have no excuse to fail because they give you so oh, many yeah. resources like i like i say all the time people just aren't interested in what they're doing because they don't have the choice mm-hmm. to choose what it is they want to do they just get put in sports management or sports admin or business admin mm-hmm. and it's like yo you haven't even taken a thought to 
what you actually want to do after this. And I, I would say that I gave it more thought, but I just I did, I missed the mark. Like I personally would have went to school for marketing and finance now that I think about it. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy that I made a, the only C I made in school, uh, in college, one of the I think that's the only C. I might have had one more C. I think I got another C in that, that world geology class that everybody failed. Oh, yeah. yeah, but um oh, one of the only C's I got in college was marketing and now I basically just am, I'm like in the weeds of that every day now mm-hmm. because marketing is different I, than what I it actually, used to be. Malik, I failed a, like in the master program for accounting in Miami. There's just like it was a one credit course. It was supposed to be like the easiest course. They hit you with like a hundred or it was like eighty five true and false questions um, for the finals. Like eighty percent of the grade, and it was all about like ifers. It was like accounting, like six forty, like and IFRS is like the international like financial standard uh, standards reporting board, um, and it's like a rules based accounting approach compared to like a principle based accounting approach where like in the United States we're GAAP, like general general accepted mm-hmm. accounting principles, but like I mean like eighty questions true false like one test eighty percent of your grade like bro everything looks true to me so it's like it's very hard to distinguish like yeah and you got 55 minutes to read to read 80 sentences and to like you know what i mean that's not that's not easy like that's probably that was probably one of the hardest like tests i've ever had yeah definitely matter but, of fact you got me one to look up questions like not questions but um jokes about the education system because that's a good point bro like this it's really backwards and I'm, I'm. Oh yeah. I think the only mogul or so-called guru that I would watch and that I do kind of respect is Gary V because he literally mm-hmm. doc documents everything that he does. Like he's that he does. He's documenting sex. garage sales. He's documenting stuff that oh, yeah. he said way back that is coming to fruition. Like you can't not respect mm-hmm. it, no matter if you think it's a bravado or whatnot. I honestly don't mm-hmm. think it is. I think that's how he is. I think that's how all you know. Go- I think that's how all y'all on the damn East Coast. Eastern Seaboard are like Jersey and up. Y'all are different. Oh yeah, we're yeah. built. We're built. Malik, we are different. Like it, it, different, it's bro. just, it's the compet. I don't know what it is. I guess it's the pace. Like it's the it's the it's the pace and competitiveness. Um, but it's like Malik. Yeah, like 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 yo week. Like I told you. Like I like we've always collected baseball cards. We've always collected memorabilia. We've always. Like always done that, Beanie Babies. Like and now, like like with this NFT stuff, like I'm I'm in the NFT game. Like I'm gonna follow it. Like I don't do it because Gary V says it, but I do think Gary V has that like intuition and and stuff like that. I do think Gary V is missing something though. I think Gary V needs to look into like uh, he's all about like like men's products, like all men's stuff. Like he doesn't look into anything female related, and it's funny like. I think the next big thing that Gary V is missing is like almost like female, like mom, like your mom, like mm-hmm. your mom's, what your mom has bought in the past. So like longer burger baskets, Chanel pocketbooks, mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean? Like, like, like stuff like that. I think that those are the next wave that I think he missed. Like, I don't think he's never talked about like, like longer burger baskets. He's never talked about like, like a Chanel pocketbook from 1985 or whatever. You know what I mean? It's not, it's all about like baseball cards. It's all about like men's stuff. You know what I mean? He hasn't tapped into like the women's realm of that stuff, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I got you. I actually found this thing from. He's never, he's never talked about like a, a girl Barbie doll from like 1985. You know what I mean? Like, he's never done that. Well, 
I think in some sense he hasn't done it for his personal brand, but you got to realize oh, we don't absolutely. we I mean, we could probably look up who VaynerMedia represents or works with as a client. Mm-hmm. Um he probably works with people that do. Um so 100%. you know, I don't think that he's oblivious to it. I just don't think that's his strength and as a marketing anything, you understand SWOT analysis. As a marketing guru. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, you understand SWOT analysis and if that's not your strength, then you got to find somebody else that, you know, you can, mm-hmm. in a way, um, you know, get a piece of their pie. And like, if you represent mm-hmm. Barbie and their marketing team and you get paid mm-hmm. because their sales go up, then, hey, marketing for Barbies is not your forte, but, you know, you represent them and you help them with some of their stuff. And guess what? You got a piece of that Barbie pie now. So... Absolutely. I think that um he's doing it in that way for all the stuff that's not necessarily in his wheelhouse, which mm-hmm. is pretty much anything that's not <laughs> loud. All right. Oh yeah. He's oh, very yeah, very loud and out there, and oh, my it's God. because it's, it's crazy. It's crazy because I took a YouTube course um by Matt Diavella, and he talks mm-hmm. about um your stuff being visually compelling or you basically having this triangle thing. So you got the visuals. Either you can be really good mm-hmm. at at visuals, you're really good at personality, or you're really good at delivering the value. And if you're good at all three, and I might mm-hmm. be wrong on that delivering the value, but I know I'm good, I know I'm right on the visual and the um the mm-hmm. editing the editing stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, well, and I think I mean we're gonna have the quality, bro. I mean we definitely have some we have some interesting things to say for sure. Yeah, for sure. So like I think that Gary Vee is kind of good at all of that because he's invested in he got the personality, he has the mm-hmm. uh, the editing. Because he uses a team, editing, a team the following. and then he can storytell. Yeah. He can storytell for and sure. And you know what it is, bro? He he puts the time in too, man. He grinds. Like you could tell, like he's just a go getter. Like mm-hmm. he's just literally, he's pissed off. Like <laughs> you could say that, like, like you just know he's pissed off. Like like you said, it's like a Jersey thing. Like some people just wake up miserable. Like like it's not. There's nothing wrong with it. Like he's not a miserable person, but like he's he has a fire in him that like a lot of people don't have like sure. like yeah like, like like i wake like i wake up like 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 i'm starting to get that again like i lost it you know what i mean mm-hmm. but like it's it's tough it's tough to get it back like and it's all it's all life related it's all like what what happens in your life like it's all like like based upon temperament and and everything of that nature um but yeah it's it's like you're right like people up here are different like and i think it has everything to do with like I think it has everything to do with just ultimately like just this area in general. Like it's just very like it's it's very competitive. It's very uh, it's very cutthroat. It's a rat race. Like it's very just it is what it like it is what it is. But like it also changes you. Like it does. Like like it's it's the weather. Like I mean, you have you have ultimately like you have four sunny months a year. You have, like if you think conceptually think about it, like you have eight months that are literally just gray and cold. Um, and it's just like yeah you're forced to do like other things like where in florida like you can just go outside and have like a nice run like no like here you gotta like you gotta go to the gym and work out like you can't just go run run in the snow like like in a a day like today it's 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 different you know what i mean yeah it definitely it definitely breeds a a different type of person but i get that that waking up pissed off thing but i like you said it's life related and Hell, I've been pissed mm. off since I was fourteen. <laughs> so oh, yeah, I, yeah. I, it still hasn't yeah, gone anywhere. Everyone, everyone achieves. Everyone hits a, a breaking point. For me, like, for me, like, I've had it 
in like certain elements, my life gets good. I get complacent. My life kind of unravels a little bit. Like I, I'm not as happy as I was. And then like I get ticked off again, like which is kind of like where I currently stand. Um, but it's like more so to like just have that switch every single day. I think that's that's the hardest part. Um, and it's just and it, it comes back to like oh, Malik comes back to like ignoring the noise, like block the bullshit out, like block it all out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like stay in your lane, like listen to the voice that God's that God gives you that inner voice. And then like whatever you see, like bring it to fruition. Don't even speak about it because like what God is like what you see and like what like God is telling you, bro, like at the end of the day, like he's only telling you that that stuff like no one else you know what i mean so it's like no one else can see it he's not giving other people that opportunity to to see what you see so it's like just do it you just get it done you know what i mean and yeah. never look back i'm going to play this this uh this dry bar comedy clip and mm -hmm. pray to god that we don't get um copyright infringement or some something i don't know it's all in efforts to just bring light to the issues but this one is called useless degree and i think this hits on a lot of stuff that um that we we've been talking about because in some ways i do feel like you know you can be trained for anything and apprenticeship is mm -hmm. is good but we'll listen to the clip and see where it goes because i've never listened to this clip so this would be new all right let's see well, she's not moving out. People ask me all the time, you saving for college? <laughs> no, I got a master's degree, look what I do. <laughs> no, it's true, I actually got a bachelor's degree in history. And then when I got out of school, imagine that, none of the big history factories were hiring. <laughs> So I went back into school for psychology, got my master's degree, but halfway through, I got on stage for the first time, fell in love with it, and never looked back. Now, I have no regrets, but I'm sure my parents <laughs> needed a little more convincing. That's why I don't care how much you love your parents. I love mine to death. You're mad at something they did to you growing up. Don't get revenge in a way that ruins your own life. Take some planning and have a laugh together. I got a master's degree in clinical psychology. That's what you got to do. Do what I did. Let them pay for seven years of college. <laughs> then on graduation day, say, I'm going to be a comedian. That works. <laughs> the look on my mother's face was worth every test. <laughs> every essay I wrote. <laughs> like, you mean like in Vegas? Close, Utah. <laughs> That's where the money at, mama. That's where I'm going. But yeah, so we ain't gotta play no super long clip, but but that's basically how I feel right now. Like I feel like, man, I went to school for all that stuff and it's working. Like I'm not upset or anything. Mm -hmm. I, I definitely have um have a situation that is favorable and you know, I'm in a situation that's that's really um that's good, but when I look at the other stuff that I do and what I was interested in and still am interested in, in a way, I just feel like, bro, I missed the mark on some stuff in terms of a major. Mm -hmm. Like I definitely could have did something else. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like it definitely could have went another way. I'm going to lean up a little bit because yeah. that thing's getting in the way. But, um, yeah. M- Malik, for me, for me, when I applied to Miami, I did the lazy way. And it was the, the first three I saw that I liked. It was accounting, architecture, and it was it was business management. It was the, it was the draw, first bro? three I saw on the list. Huh? Oh, yeah, I, I could draw. I could draw very, very well. I should have been an architect. If, I, I, if, if I'm going to be honest, like, even my mom says I should have been an architect. Like, I got, I got like, a passion for real estate. I got a passion for, um, like, designing. Like, I'll, oh, yeah, like, like I'm, I'm good at, like, I'm good at, like, like, like that. Like, I've always been, bro, we, in, in the, in the sixth grade, um, we built, like, a toothpick bridge. And like I took pride in mine. I built mine for like, bro. I built mine for like three months, but like it was elite. Like it, it was, it was beautiful. Like it was really, 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 really nice. Like, like even my, like I got like, like everyone was like, oh, like nicest design. Like you spent, you spent mad time on it, and I did. Like I, I was into it. You know what I mean? So it's funny, um, but that's the that's the one thing I do from an educational standpoint, Malik. Like. Um, I was, I'll be honest, I was, I was fortunate enough where like my, my pops, like, like he hooked me up, like, like he did, like he, when I was born, like he made it a goal of his to like save up enough money for me to go to, go to college. And that was like, that was his why, you know what I mean? Like that was his apple in the eye. And for me, Malik, I was never a good student, um, I had severe dyslexia. Like I went to school before school for for twelve years. Like I, a lot of people don't actually know that, but like I went to, I went to the like, like yeah, I went to the total learning center in Neptune, from the second grade all the way to the eleventh grade. I got actually, I'll pull out the plaques. I got two plaques. You got plaques. <laughs> this guy has plaques for dys- dyslexia. You have dyslexic plaques. No, it was like you, you completed the school. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, yo. I mean, like, so, no, seriously. Like, <clears throat> I had severe dyslexia. Um, I had, uh, I graduated high school with, like, a 298. Um, I didn't get into the schools I wanted to get into. I went to prep school. Uh, my goal was to go play football at Georgetown. Uh, and then I got into Miami. Um AG pulled some strings if you you want to call a spade a spade. You yeah, know what I mean? He got, he got, nepotism he got, is a thing. Uh, I don't I don't look down on it. Yeah. No, 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 no. It was a but for me, Malik, it was like I'm going to the like I'm going to the University of Miami. I'm gonna get the best degree I can get. I'm gonna graduate in three and a half years. I'm gonna get the, the two best internships I can get. I'm gonna stack up some cash, like, and then I'm gonna go back and get my master's. And it was like that was what I I decide I I don't know why, like that. Maybe it was that fifth year of high school where I was like, "Damn!" Like all my friends are at, at college. Like I screwed up. Like I didn't, I didn't get it done. Um, and it's funny. Like now, Malik, I find myself like in that same spot, like in life, where it's like, "Yo, do it again." Like you know what I mean? Like, like, and like you said, what do you, you play think college you, football. What do you think you screwed up though? Um, in terms it's of, just more not in, in the essence of like I, I almost became complacent like 
like making money's fine. Like, 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 move, like making money's fine. That's not the problem. Like I've, I've had, I've had a very, like very, very good jobs and whatnot. Um, it's just like getting like, yo, getting certified, like on the side, like get your real estate license, like on the side. We need like, to talk about that further. Cause I've been thinking about doing that just in general, just because yeah. you know, when you start talking about investment properties and the type of money and wealth we're trying to build in general. Absolutely. I mean, you can do your own, you know, you cut out the middleman, basically. You save money. 100%. And Malik, it's, it's, it's ultimately, it's ultimately just not being lazy. Like, it's literally just like, yo, put your head down and get it done. Like my goal, my goal is to like negotiate my first contract with my, like, like the house I buy, like, I want to negotiate that contract. I want to know the ins and outs and like, yeah, like I want to be as qualified as the person trying to sell me the house because, oh, they're going to try to, they're going to try to swindle you. Yeah, you know what I mean? Of course. And yeah. And at the end of the day, it's like, oh, you're not going to have, like, how I personally feel and, like, the mindset that I've I've come to, like, slowly adapt is, like, you're not going to have, you're not going to have that, like, ace, ace you're not going to have that ace of spades. You're not going to have that blackjack. Like, you're not going to have that upper hand against me. And that's, how, that's, that's the way I'm ultimately trying to transition, like, where I'm going in life. Like, I want to always, I want to always be prepared. I want to always be at the, the top of my shit like whereas like i've always done the bare minimum to get by and be successful and i don't know why it's just like i don't know if it's laziness i don't know i don't know it's just like I, maybe you know what it is i think i think people actually like struggling i think people like i think people like like making certain situations a challenge and and figuring it out. Like, I think, and I think that's what I, I liked a little bit, but I'm over it. Fuck that. Like I'm, I'm done making shit difficult for me. Yeah. And I, I and yeah. like you said, it's just about not being lazy, but I'll, I'll go back to the point where you said you don't want to be swindled and you want to be able to negotiate that first contract. I think that's why yeah. my degree is, is not necessarily useless, but it's, you know, the whole, everything that happened in that time was more mm-hmm. it's, it's it's more networking for me and i always viewed it that way i didn't feel like i needed yes. the degree or anybody to do anything i obviously mm-hmm. as an 18 year old i didn't have as much insight but as i got through the rest of it and, and started transitioning out of college i started to think like bro you don't really need somebody to do this or somebody to do that and then you start learning about mm-hmm. ownership and and how big that is and what people don't, the one of the sayings I hate the most is jack of all trades, master of none, because they don't finish it. And I've heard the, the mm-hmm. finished version, which is still better than a master of one. I feel like as a yeah. CEO, owner, head of a household, et cetera, you have to know a little bit of everything in order to facilitate mm-hmm. and make sure that, you know, things are going how they're supposed to. And then you bring in Absolutely. specialists and you bring in this, that, and the third, you know, people that have huge houses have cleanup crews and maids and and you know people mm-hmm. that come do landscaping when you have a smaller house you can't do that right but how do you get the bigger house mm-hmm. right you got to get the bigger mm-hmm. house by by doing more and being a part of stuff that takes you away from lawn mower and and cleaning the kitchen and this that and the third right mm-hmm. and unless you learn automation you you mm-hmm. you're going to be stuck doing those things and not having mm-hmm. time for the other things or stuck doing the other things and not having time for the lawnmower and landscaping. So automation mm-hmm. is big, which is something that has nothing to do with school outside of maybe going to school and learning how to code. Um, 
starting a business and understanding finances is more important than anything and you don't necessarily have to go to school mm -hmm. for that you can get a tax prep or certification 100%. and understand how taxes yep. work which will have give you more insight to finance than any probably finance mm -hmm. class you know what i'm saying Absolutely. they teach you how to be employees right and it's that's what it is we've heard that before it's fine but they also teach mm -hmm. you in in turn if you're if you're learning how to be an employee then you learn the processes that go with it and you can take that and flip it as an owner and say i, I know how an employee is mm -hmm. supposed to do it now i know who i'm looking for because i'm looking for somebody that was just like me before i learned more about ownership and and how to flip this in you know the way that i needed to flip it for it to work for me and i don't think a degree teaches you that i don't think the professors that teach you teach you that the the best class i ever had was the one when i was in getting my master's um, Eric Chris, Professor Eric Chris, mm -hmm. uh, started Bain Capital with Bain Capital with Mitt Romney. Um, I, I called him. Okay. I called him about three, four months ago, just checking in. Um, in the midst of COVID, he's from Boston, and um, uh -huh. you know, just talked to him about some stuff. But he taught my mergers and acquisitions class, and you know, entrepreneurship, and basically gave us a tool on how to evaluate a company. If you don't want to get a job, you can oh, go yeah. buy one. You know what I'm saying? With oh, leverage. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just those mm -hmm. concepts are and it's crazy because i was <laughs> let me tell you this it's crazy because i took this class and this class turned out to be a four thousand dollar loss for me because miami screwed up scheduling me and i got extra money on my refund mm -hmm. and then they was like you got to give okay. it back and i'm saying like mm -hmm. but i didn't make the mistake nor did i know it was a mistake until it was too late somebody got to take ownership yeah. for that they didn't and i still want my four thousand dollars miami so if you want me to come do a speaking engagement or something <laughs> when i'm ultra successful or you know to come talk about my ted talk or whatever i'm not doing anything for less than four thousand and the price is going up because i just started this podcast again so you gotta hit yeah, you probably interest, gotta, interest is acute, yeah man. yeah you, you might want to get me fast if you want me but um four thousand dollar loss on that class and it's still the greatest four thousand dollar loss i've ever taken because that class single-handedly taught me ownership and it flipped my perspective on his head about man i didn't even need a degree i just needed somebody like eric chris to teach me this and give me this mindset yeah, yeah. and then i also had to find yep. the other things that i found when i finished playing ball which is myself and in general by using my framework from the ted mm -hmm. talk like just using yes, that sir. framework and taking his class has flipped everything on his head for me to the point where i get mm -hmm. where you're coming from some people might not are you trying to do too much you're trying to work you're trying to do podcasts you're trying to mm -hmm. you know have these businesses you're trying yep. to train people stay in shape have a girlfriend blah, blah, blah. it's like bro mm -hmm. inherently we do a lot of stuff every day you woke up this morning you brush your yes, teeth sir. You said, hey, I'm going to get something to eat at some point, so you might go cook if you cook. If not, you're going to go drive. Driving is a function of, of something. We just don't oh, yeah. see these things as stuff we're doing. We see these things as everyday things, so we don't count them in the, the doing too much kind of box that's over here. And I say, hey, you know, it is doing a lot, but inherently we do already do a lot. It's discipline. That's all it is. Mm -hmm. Having the discipline and setting aside the time to do the things that you say you're going to do or want to do. And then also, you know, giving yourself grace because, I mean, we've been trying to do this for, what, two weeks? And we're just now getting on? Yes, it's like stuff has happened. You had a snow... It's not, listen, it's not easy. Yeah, it's not. Discipline is definitely not easy, grace, but it's worth it. Grace, is, grace is, the, is the key, man. Grace is the key. Grace is the key to, like, literally life. Like, if you, if you have grace in every day and you are not the rush person or not the hurried person and you don't let that anxiety settle in and you just take a step back and you bro you just you follow like the word with the word of god like 
you're you're gonna be in a in a in a phenomenal situation one day. And listen, like regardless of what has happened in the past, is happened in the past. Like yo, you're you, we're here right now. You can't worry about anything that has happened in the past. All you can do is do whatever it takes to be the best person that you can be at this particular moment in time and relate it into the future and position yourself on a day-to-day basis to provide for you and your family at the, at the best capabilities that you can do. And the goal is what keeps you stable is, is God and grace. Like it literally is. Like grace is what – grace is, is, is the key component – to like life is how I is how I view it. Yeah, I think that's fit, that's fitting to end it on, bro. And I'm a, I'm gonna iron out some of these kinks next time we get on. So, but hey, everybody that tunes in or sees this or hears this whenever we decide to post it, if we even decide to post this one, I think we should. So I look into it. Um, yes, we appreciate y'all tuning in, man. Laughing problems. Uh, we got a bright future, and honestly, my goal is every time we do this to laugh about something. And and I wish I could laugh like how I laughed already today, every day, you know what I'm saying? Um, so that's, that's my goal in life. And that's what I'm pushing towards outside of the businesses, outside of trying to understand how to build wealth and all that. I just want to be happy because at the end of the day, you don't go and finish life and say, Hey man, I finished life with two more million than I would have finished with if I didn't do that deal. You finish life saying, bro, I was happy. Like mm-hmm. my family's happy. I set yeah. them up. I'm stable. Yes, They're stable. Like I am happy. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing wrong with yes, being sir. content. It's something wrong with being complacent. And I think there's a, a small line there. And I think the complacent mm-hmm. line is when you don't want to do anything. The content line is you're okay with what you're doing and you're still actively looking to level up so you can be even more content later. Um, and I think that, you know, I'm content, but I'm still grinding. But we can't get complacent. Yes, so we're going to keep this rolling. Um, I think we, we got some momentum now that we finally done it. And... Man, Mm -hmm. again, appreciate y'all. God bless.